0: Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimist Futures, Matt Zimberg.
1: Hello, my trading gang. I hope your week is going well. Um, We had quite a a volatile market, I would say, in the last two days as we are getting close to the elections. Probably there's going to be a lot of back and forth. I would caution you, as traders, as we get closer and closer and closer to uh the election day to unwind your positions and basically days before two to three days before to really maybe start trading a lower uh quantity of future contracts and after that you know um as we start counting and the day of um you know we would should expect some volatility until such time that we know who won And then even then, we don't know how the market is going to react, right? Because we don't know what the market has factored in so far. Uh, Sometimes I try to look at the markets and see which candidates they prefer based on things and so forth. This time, I just have to tell you I have no opinion. So um, I just um, ask you to exercise caution. So today I'm going to talk about uh, time as a factor in trading, so time is something that is not going to resonate well with investors because they obviously looking long term but this is more of an argument that should appeal to uh, futures traders or any leverage product out there that you trade it could be an option that you're in it could be um, a Forex market that you're in so anything that has to do with uh, leverage I think that timing is extremely um, important, uh, clearly because of risk. But before I'm going to talk about timing, I want to talk about something else. And I like asking people this question. So I like to ask them, what's a profitable trade? Um, And obviously a profitable trade for, I would say that 99% of the people, and so they should, or 99.99 would say, well, it's when I buy high and sell low or you know or if I sell high and buy low if you're uh, short, if your position was short, so either one of those things uh, would be a profitable trade. But if you're not going to look at a trade in terms of money or you bought or what you sold, I would ask you know, well, what is a profitable trade if you didn't consider amount gained? Right. So, if you took the gain out of the equation, what is the what is a profitable trade? So many times I explain that where basically a profitable trade is where you were able to get into the market where there was some sort of an anomaly. What is an anomaly? Anomaly is something that the market mispriced or the market is not calculated right at that point in time where the level is at and. Basically, you go in and then the market corrects to the right level, therefore you profit. So, for example, somebody who trades divergences, right? So, if there's a divergence in the market, they look for those where the market all of a sudden shows overbought or oversold, and they're trying to time time the market. Obviously, sometimes you could be wrong, clearly, but if you're right, you know, the market all of a sudden corrects itself you know, to the upside or the downside, depending where the divergence occurs. So this is just one example of taking advantage of an anomaly. Or you could be somebody who trades based on statistics, which is a little bit more sophisticated, maybe not, you know, well, it sounds more sophisticated, at least. It doesn't mean that if the method was an Excel spreadsheet and uses statistics, it, it's more sophisticated. But let's just assume that, uh, you know, somebody, for example, could put a, a statistical formula on the price and say that the price at this point in time is deviated, you know, from its average or from its mean more than it should, right? And then, they take a position and then the market again corrects itself. So what you have to do is basically look at profitable trading, not only in terms of, um, you know, a gain, a financial gain, but you should also look at it from a perspective of you took advantage of timing in the market. Clearly, you have to obviously have to have a risk management plan because just because something is overbought or oversold it does not mean that it can't get further overbought or further oversold and quite often that's the case quite often when the market just drops all the time and people trying to pick bottoms just by guessing um you know well will they truly find out that the market can be a lot more um you know i would say um, it's it's a lot more could be a lot more over, oversold than what it should when when people panic or if they buy you know when the market goes up the enthusiasm level could be higher and higher. So what I wanted to 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 uh, to, to basically mention through all, all this that when you try to guess the top, I mean you try to sorry spot those anomalies or divergences timing is extremely important. Let me go into a little bit of a deeper, um, you know, kind of go into the depth of timing. So let's assume, okay, that you found some sort of, a let's not call it sophisticated words, words, anomalies, but you find some where the market is basically, oh, you know, mispriced. Okay, so you assume that the market right now is mispriced. Now, let's assume you are trading a five-minute chart, okay? So your calculation was based on a five-minute chart. And you go in, right? So the question is, how long do you stay in the market, okay, from that point on? So a lot of people would just put kind of their stop loss, they put their profit target, and then they just sit and wait, right? If it doesn't hit, it doesn't hit. Um, Since I mentioned stop losses, just have to tell you, legally speaking, that just because you put a stop loss does not mean necessarily that you'll get stopped there. Sometimes there are very difficult market conditions, and market could gap substantially from your trade, and sometimes it's even hard to get out. So having said that, again, you put your stop, you put your target, and you sit and wait. Now let's assume that 30 minutes went by, right? So you got in, 30 minutes went by on a five-minute chart. Now, does it make sense? This is what traders don't ask themselves. Does it make sense to be in a trade for 30 minutes waiting for something to happen if your decision was based on the five-minute chart? So in my personal opinion, no. If you're based it on a 30-minute chart, Sure. So the question becomes, you know, how long are you in the trade? So usually I have the 3x factor. What is the 3x factor? If you are basing your decision, let's say, on a five-minute chart, you should not be in the market more than 15 minutes. Now, this is my personal opinion, okay? If you have yours, I respect it. And I don't just say it, you know, I'm not an arrogant guy, that says, you know, my truth is the universal truth. It's not. I just have a certain opinion that I've developed over time that helps me to analyze the market. And there could be somebody else with a different opinion. So I always want to pay respect to those to oppose things. It's fine because they have a different experience with the method they built. In my personal opinion, again, if you are basing it on a certain time frame, uh, which is X, it should not be more than 3X. So if you're a five minute chart, you should not be in the market more than 15 minutes. If you're trading three minute charts, then you're basically nine minutes. Uh, If you're 15 minutes, then you could be 45 minutes. Now, why? Why is the time so important when we are discussing all of this? Why is, is it 3X Um, You know, in my personal opinion. Well, if you go back to the argument of, um, you know, of of, of the market being mispriced at a certain point in time, and you base this mispricing on a five-minute chart, if the market did not correct within the next 3x time, within the next, let's say, five minutes, 15 minutes, it means that anomaly is gone, that mispricing is gone, which means the opportunity is gone. So you don't necessarily have to wait for a profit or a target to get out. That's really my main point. That, you know, if you're just sitting there and you're just waiting for the target to hit or the loss to hit and the market just kind of sitting between them, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, what you're actually missing out is really on new opportunities in the marketplace. It means that you're just staring at something that the opportunity is gone. So it is better, it is better to get out. Now, what I'm saying about the 3x, again, it's my personal opinion, it's the most that you should have. You know, sometimes I've spoke to some traders that um, ask them what what their opinion is, and it's, it's, it's interesting because they do it intuitively already, right? So it came to them kind of intuitive with the time factor, they didn't even think about it, but some of them do it 2x right? Some of them do it 3x. There are some that I've read about and, and somebody mentioned some traders to me that do it 4x. So they would wait 20 minutes, which is fine too. You know, look, again, you know, the key is that you, from all this, is not that you go at the end of the day and tell me whether you're using 2x, 3x, 4x, or 5x. You can decide whatever you want. But the idea is to recognize. That when there's an that every single trade that you aim for profit, it means the market has to correct in a certain way to that level from that trade. Even if the market is trending, let's say there's a certain speed. You know, that that it's going and you, you know, so people measure momentum and that momentum, while it's there, you're trying to capitalize on it because you think it's going to go in a certain level. So, even at that point in time, in my personal opinion, you know, as far as the trader is concerned, the market is mispriced and would still, you know, has a potential to go higher. And then you go in and you take your uh, decision. So, Again, it's important to know which time frame do you trade. Now, some people look at 5-minute charts, 15-minute charts, and 30-minute charts. It's important to have a number of time frames for support and resistance, but they will make their decision on the 5-minute chart. Or you could have somebody with 15, 30, and 60, and they will make it on the 15. Maybe they'll make it on the 30. It's up to them. But the point is they, they have three time frames that they're looking, some are the shorter, some are longer, just to for the support resistance. Ideally, you want support and res, you know, some sort of a support or resistance hitting on all time frames. But again, you make your decision on the five minute charts on the ranges there as far as your profit and your loss that you're determining. So again, start integrating the time factor into your trading. And the reason is so first of all, you don't get chopped, right? So, you know, most of the time, if the market is just stopped, you know, so hopefully your loss does not get hit. If your profit has been hit, great. But most of the time, as we know, it's Murphy's Law. So you're stuck in the trade, you're losing time, you're losing opportunity. And if the market, you know, obviously increases its its volatility from the moment that you got in, potentially you might get out. Um, you know, with with um, a loss. I always look at things not from a pessimistic standpoint, but in trading, I look at it from a risk side, right? So, the risk side is assuming not sitting there and hoping and praying that my profit would hit, but rather saying, "Okay, if nothing is happening right now and my potential for the profit is gone, I might as well get out." And that's also a part of cutting your losses short cutting your losses short does not always mean that you know you're waiting for your stop to hit and just because you had a small stop loss you know that's that's the only intention of um cutting your losses short clearly time is a really important factor in your trading and the length of time that you that you're in a trade um You know, will will should I should say it should be part of your analysis. What you will learn over time, um, well, that's kind of funny. What you will learn over time that when you actually looking into the time factor of your trades, of how long you're in the trade, you start seeing a pattern, right? You start seeing a pattern of, hey, my stop losses get hit after ten minutes and my profit targets get hit after 15 minutes, or vice versa, whatever the case is, right? And then you start seeing, okay, you know what? During this certain volatility, it takes 10 minutes for my profit to get hit. Out of, let's say, 10 trades, eight were hit within 10 minutes. And then you start realizing that under the current environment that you're actually trading, it takes 10 minutes, and if 10 minutes have passed, then you know, maybe there's no point, right? Because that's what your method dictates. Maybe there's no more point of being in the market and might as well get out before your stop loss gets hit. So again, it's just another factor to look at that a lot of people um, don't look at. Now, clearly, one thing I have to mention is that during certain volatile times, you will have different times, right? I mean, you will have, so sometimes one month, you know your profits can be 10 minutes and you know another if the market is are very volatile you see that the profits get hit in 5 minutes so you can't always use one number as universal for the rest of your life you obviously have to look at the volatility and say you know what times have changed before the last 10 trades were 10 minutes now it's 5 minutes it could be 3 minutes if it's very volatile as i said you know we're we're nearing you know election time so again be Uh, extremely cautious about this Um, same thing on the stop loss right same thing with there so you could say okay you know most of my stop losses get hit within let's say five minutes okay just making it up right so just using arbitrary example that, that if I'm in the trade five minutes you know most likely if it passes that I'll get stopped out so now you have an indication on that as well so a combination of the profit and the losses in terms of timing is extremely important for the um, for the average trader. Now I have to tell you that the majority of people do not use this factor, and it's just unfortunate that they don't because I think it's so important because the you know if traders in begin I mean look. Somebody could be a beginner for a month or somebody could be a beginner you know, after five years, depending on how much time they're dedicated and their experience. But it's just rather unfortunate that the time factor has not been pushed a little bit more by those who measure performance of trading, right? How, how long are you actually in the trade? Uh, because the, the longer you are in the trade and nothing is happening, your, your level of risk going up, it's not the level of opportunity that goes up it's actually the level of risk that goes up. So, for example, as we mentioned before, let's say the average of your trading profit, let's say it's 10 minutes. If within 10 minutes there is no profit, at that point, every single second, you know, just increases your level of risk that the market will go against you. So, again, I would say start integrating it into it. So, just to let you know, one of the things that I've done on Optimus flow which is our own platform i've actually spoke to our programmers and i have asked them you know to insert something in the functionality that is called you know time and trade so basically it's something where you go in and you put your symbol um, that, that, that you want to be in and then in terms of seconds, you will determine. You know the market would alert you. You know that um, whether you know whatever the the market is doing in terms of time. So let me just explain it again. Sometimes I start thinking about it and I lose my thought. So that that didn't come out very clearly. Let me say it again. So you choose the instrument, and then you choose the time that you want to be in a trade. So for we based it on seconds. So. Just, just to to give you an example, let's say you know something like uh, fifteen minutes would be nine hundred seconds, right? So you say, okay, so I want to have an alert after nine nineteen seconds. Now you can then mention if you want to have if you want this alert to be only on the positive PNL, a negative PNL, or any type of PNL, and basically when that gets hit. Um, the time that that uh, you're in a trade then it actually tells you you know pops up a button that says okay do you want to liquidate and cancel all your positions so basically you could go in you can put your profit you can put your target on every single trade but then the next thing that you can do is say okay i want to be in this trade for let's say 5 minutes okay which is 300 seconds and then you want to see the position, let's say only if it's n- negative, right? So if it's negative, you know, territory after uh, five minutes, you want to liquidate everything. So again, you can choose to liquidate whether it's in a profit based on time and a loss, or basically liquidate just after time, right? So what I do, I use the functionality of time and any PNL. So I don't look at so I. I if I was to do it, I would not look at positive or negative. I would just look at any type of PL and then you can see the PL. PL stands for profit and loss and then determined by yourself. Now, the reason that I've done both positive and negative is because when I spoke to some of you know experienced traders, they said I, I, I really should have both uh, to determine, you know, if I'm in a trade, for example. Some traders said, Well, if I'm, if I'm in a trade, more um let's say than, than five minutes and it's profitable and it has and the momentum is still strong then i would continue being in a trade which is fine some people do that so what they say is basically look if i am in a profitable trade and it's it, it passed but it didn't reach my target it's fine but if the momentum is still there i want to stay in the trade but if it's in the negative territory, then I don't want to stay in the trade. So again, you know, it's up to you how you factor in the the the, the time thing. And again, you know, one of the things that I try to do with Optimus Flow, our platform, is really to add uh, functionalities, not you know indicators. I I I think that you know. M- Indicators are for some people are, are are extremely important, but what I try to do is really add those factors that I think would be extremely important in terms of risk management and order management. So this is you know um, you know w- what I do. In any case, you know I would suggest you try out. Uh, those of you who are trading on Optimus Flow, there's a little bell button at the top, and if you click on it, you would see that there's bunch of categories and it says P and L alerts. Some of the alerts are for time in trade and some of them are actual profit and loss that you can also give you yourself a target uh, for the day or a target, you know, as far as profit or loss. So that's um, um, extremely important. In any case, I hope that this was uh, educational for you. Um, You don't need necessarily an alert, like an optimus flow i just made it easy for traders so they can choose it and it's automated but you can also have your you know your watch if you want to look at your watch and do the same thing it's fine it is what it is i like to program things into a platform and so it's just so i don't get distracted and i actually get an alert says hey and you know one thing that i noticed you know with this with this time alert is just the time flies I mean, I know this is not a class on philosophy, right? And people say, yeah, sure, time flies. You know, kids grow, and my dog is already 10 years old. No, I'm I'm just saying, like, minutes on the market, how fast it is. Like, how fast. So I think it's really important to start looking also that you will be surprised how fast this alert, even if you post it for 15 minutes, when you're actually staring at the market, how fast it all of a sudden pops up, or even if it's five minutes, and you're like, I can't believe five minutes have passed. And you know what it did? That kind of an alert gave me a perspective. It it even deepened my belief that time and trading should be measured, and it should be part of the your matrix. So a lot of the of the metrics, sorry, not matrix metrics of trading metrics. So let me give you an example. So a lot of people measure. Profits and loss, risk and reward, sharp ratios, all those Latin ratios, you know, and basically one of the things that, you know, that they want to come up with is basically decide if the risk to reward is really worth it. If they're trading, how much risk do they take for X amount of reward? But I think time should really be a factor. And again, after I started using this alert and played around with it, one of the things that came to my mind was like, wow, you know, today at the age of HFTs, okay, um, at the age of algorithms and everything else, this time factor, in my personal opinion, is extremely necessary. The reason is, is because if you look at algo trading, okay, Algo trading—it's the thing that it tries, and in HFTs, the thing that they try to compete with is also time. You know, when the first HFTs started coming and start and, and made a lot of money, then over time there was a diminishing returns because other people came in and also spotted the same opportunity. Right? So alg- algorithms—what they try to do is really see mispricing in the market. Now, some of them use things that y- you don't have advantage of, right? I mean, you don't. They could, they could, for example, look at two stocks traded on two different exchanges around the world and see that with the conversion rate and the way they're trading, the one, let's say, You know, in in one country, it's cheaper. And in another country, it's more expensive. So simultaneously, you have an algo that could buy in one country and sell in another. And then it's a trade, and it's a match. And they locked in their profit. So it was based on time. Now, us retail traders, we don't have this opportunity. Now, let's say this is more of an arbitrage type opportunity. But let's say that the market, you know, let's assume that, you know, there's an algo that when during earnings season, you know, there was some sort of, a, you know, surprise announcement after the market. There was somebody who lost a lot, right? So, they also, what they want to do is capitalize on it as soon as the market reopens, right? So, let's say the market closed at, uh let's say, five o'clock Eastern time. Let's say the earnings, well, I, I think earnings come out at four thirty, four fifteen. not sure, check, but you know, let's let's assume that that's the time that it came out, and then the market reopened, uh, let's say E-mini S&P at 4.30, then the algo wants to take advantage of it as soon as possible. Um, how does it do that, right? So basically, they have the ability to look at the price, look at the earnings, the algo decides if it's mispriced or not mispriced. Again, Remember, the, what you're looking for is some sort of a mispricing and anomaly opportunity. That's what trading is all about. It's finding the f- finding the overpriced and underpriced, right, for that moment in time. Um, if you have a different opinion, please post it. I'm I'm always open-minded. You know, I, I I also learn from from people. But the point is, even those people rely on time, so they have to do it in a timely fashion. Now. I believe, I don't know this as a fact, but I believe, you know, logic dictates that if they were not able to capitalize right away, they're not going to sit on this position, you know, until the next day, carry it into the overnight and the next week. That's not how they work. If they weren't able, then the opportunity is gone. So what I want us to do as traders is also think along the same lines in terms of time. So the same way they think of time, they want to capitalize on it, we should do too. And we should also measure the time. Now, again, we can only do as retail traders with what's available to us. The reason that I put this time alert in Optimus Flow is because I wanted traders to realize also the time is important. That's number one as a factor. And also start measuring, right? The idea is that if you use this tool this time alert that we built in Optimus Flow, you will start observing um, you know how time works in your trading, and hopefully it, it, it would help you in, in, in your trading. Now, I know I mentioned also HFT in all this. HFT is a completely different game, it's a game that based on time. There's also arbitrage opportunities there, where they're trying to look at mispricing between assets, or it could be the same assets around the world, or it could be even between micro, Emini S&P, and the Emini S&P. What you'll often find is that sometimes micro is priced, um, you know, one tick differently than the Emini S&P. Now, retail traders shouldn't even attempt to take advantage of this because you don't have the speed or the expertise. But just to tell you that other people, you know, if those arbitrage there, they rely on time. But that's more execution time as opposed to measuring. But let's say that they were not able. Okay, my point is is that they were if, if by the time they send the trade, the market corrected itself, right? And right now there are just there's no winner there's no loss. They're not gonna stick around there and make you know a lifetime investment out of it, right? Like some traders do. So some traders, the worst thing that they do, the worst, when they come into the market, decide that they're day traders and they should close their positions every single day, and that's also time, by the way. Time is also deciding how long you're in a trade for a session for, for that, not only in terms of trade, but understanding that when the market closes as a day trader, you should get out. Now, what do most traders do, right? Mo- well, I shouldn't say most. I take it back. Not most, some, and even the ones who do it, I don't judge you. I understand emotions can take a toll. So essentially, let's say they had a trade, They had a good day, but one trade didn't go their way, and they don't want to end up in the negative, so they carry the position, if they have the margin, into the overnight. And what happens? You know, many times what happens is basically, you know, the the trade would simply go against them, right? So again, you know, I always say, look, if you decide that you're a day trader, stick to day trading. Day Day trading does not mean that you're in a trade for five minutes or a minute or 40 minutes. What it really means is basically the day trader you have to be out by the end of the day session refresh your mind right and basically in the next day instead of being biased wanting the market to come back in your favor you have a a fresh new opportunity to look at the markets okay i digressed a little bit i understand but also it also it's but this is also the topic of time so time is not only how long you're in a trade, it's basically the sessions that you trade. So again, in conclusion, start factoring time into your trading. Don't sit there, okay, with your trades, you know, rolling your thumbs, you know, and, th- and hoping that the trades will hit. Be active, watch it. Again, if you want to use Optimus Flow, maybe this functionality exists in your trade, in, in, in your uh in your platforms. I'm not sure. Um, but if you want to use Optimus Flow, obviously go to our site www.optimusfutures.com and Optimus Flow is in the platform section. If you need more details, uh, call us. It's one eight hundred seven seven one six seven four eight five six one three six seven eight six eight six. 771 6748 561-367-8686. Again, a reminder to the the old, the new, and the upcoming traders that there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Please trade only with risk capital. And the one thing I would have to mention here is that what I'm trying to do is really for educational purposes, in order to help you in your journey in in futures trading. I am not claiming to be the best trader out there. I'm not claiming to have the best returns. I'm not claiming anything. What I'm only trying to do is really help the community of traders out there that instead of going and learning from God knows who um, out there, at least you'll hear a voice of somebody who's, actually dealing with the markets and traders on the day-to-day. And the topics that I bring, in my personal opinion, are practical, not theoretical. And they're something that you should consider and utilize. And on that note, I wish you an awesome day. Thank you for listening. If you didn't skip through anything, actually listen through the whole thing. You're champions. So again, thank you. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you. If you have any questions, we have a community site. It's community.optimusfutures.com. Go there, register, ask your question. We'll answer it. Again, our site is www.optimistfutures.com. You can call us at 1-800-771-6748. Local is 561-367-8686. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, please click the like button. I would really appreciate it. It helps. It gets the word out there. The Google algorithm likes the likes, right? So, and if you're listening to this over some podcast service, uh, whether it's Apple Podcast or Spotify, any of that, please put a good review. We're trying really hard with the Optimist team. Again, I wish you an awesome day, and uh, I'll see you on the next podcast. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimistFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again... Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service, we urge you to conduct your own due diligence.